What's up, skeptics? I'm your host, Zoe McDaniel, and you're listening to Professional Skepticism. that in <laughs> i'm totally leaving that i'm with in. my uh best friend and special guest tajani how are you doing tajani i'm doing all right you know like ups and downs i don't really know <laughs> is that what i sound like <laughs> yeah that's awful i need to switch up the vibes <laughs> no it's okay you have lots of vibes yeah it's always a mixed bag with you and that's what i appreciate about you is you're very raw you're very real yeah, that's, you know, Ups that's the downs. only way, it's the only way you can be, you know, I guess. So, all right, go ahead. Let's, okay, so uh, for real, we're back with Tejani. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having some technical difficulties over here. And by that, I just mean I keep accidentally recording us through my laptop microphone and not the equipment that I have purchased to record through. So we're back and we're better. And I have Tejani with me today. And we're just going to kind of talk about christianity yeah um it's a pretty huge part of my life uh i'm not christian anymore so that's the weird part about it but um yeah i didn't really have anything super prepared so i guess we'll just do it ama style yeah so so i i thought it was really interesting that you brought up this topic as something you wanted to talk about because i keep getting a lot of like christian influence in my life or like symbolism over the last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and I'm I don't really know much about Christianity so I kind of talked about it a little bit maybe it was on here maybe it wasn't I've been talking about this a lot recently but from birth to like maybe five I was in the church like because of my mom and my grandma and my dad like would take us to church occasionally but then we just kind of fell off and when I was around 13 I was like I don't really um subscribe to a certain religion i don't feel Mm. like i like any of them really work for me so i just kind of like opened myself up to like any sort of thing and so not necessarily like one route um but recently i keep getting like messages or things that like make me kind of just want to like look into it more not that like i feel like i it doesn't really feel like a calling to me but it's just been a topic that's been coming up in my life i'm like maybe i should know some things about religions that i don't yeah. know so did you so you said you were 13 when you were like oh i'm not really sure or whatever or you or you like decided like no nah, this is not for me i had decided at that point okay. like i had been out of the church for so long and like gotcha. we i didn't even really consider myself christian at that point i just knew that was like what my family had always done and we just i remember my brother and i we were talking about it and we we're like this is silly like why do we do christmas every year mm. like we don't really do the whole Christianity thing on the regular anyways. So we actually stopped celebrating Christmas. Like we weren't, we didn't celebrate any real like Christian holidays unless we were invited. Like if my friends Mm -hmm. were like, oh, I want to do a secret Santa or like you should come to like this Easter thing. Like I would go just because like, I feel like that's, they're inviting me because they want me there. And it's like a, it's the, it's the real Christian thing, like the, like building community and love and all that kind of stuff. But like, I wasn't going to go out of my way to, like get a tree and buy a bunch of gifts when it's this like super capitalistic yeah. holiday. Even though like I'm not like judging people who do that. It just didn't make sense for us at the time. And so my dad, my brother and I were like, well, we aren't really Christian. So let's just not pretend like we are. That's incredible. I always respect people who are like really young and made that decision for themselves. You know, I mean, obviously when you're at that age, you don't really know everything, but I feel like you know enough. You're just like, okay, like I'm, this is not what I'm going to do. I didn't have that. I, I didn't really like question Christianity until like I was like way later in high school like, or maybe even like sophomore years of college. Like mm-hmm. I was like 20 or like 21 or so before I was like, okay, like this is not something I want to be a part of my life. And like, it's, it's still like a huge struggle because like, I guess going back all the way to the beginning, I was 
born into a Christian family and, uh, you know, I like asked Jesus to come into my heart or whatever. Oh, I just cringe like saying, <laughs> I just cringe. Yeah. I asked Jesus oh, my to come into God. my heart or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like just saying that out loud, just, oh God. Um, but yeah, I was like five, six years old. Um, I just remember being in kindergarten, like just like praying at night and you're like, oh, okay. And then like, I remember that night just being super emotional, like even that young, like, um, being super emotional and then like being super, uh, I, I think I was hyper aware of my actions after that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even before then, like, I had, like, a really, like, extremely traumatic event happen when I was, like, three or four. And I think that made me susceptible to, like, um, wanting to be a part of a group, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and wanting to feel like I uh, could be a good person and do good things, you know. Um, so, like, that was, I think, I think that's... One of the main reasons why people look to religion, you know, basically with and it's human nature to be um, one, to be a part of a group and two, right. to sort of like work towards a goal. And religion gives you both of those things. I also think, too, you're talking about you being super young and feeling this way already. They say that children are much more Impressionable. open. Well, yes, yeah. that too. But like if you're. A believer in like the spiritual world or like any sort of thing like that children are much more open to spirit in general like yeah. you know a god source coming through seeing entities feeling things trusting their intuition a lot more than humans adults are because mm -hmm. we're we've been conditioned over time to you know know what's normal and what's not but children yeah. just come out and they're like very they're still in tune with the universe so it makes sense that you would feel all of those things and like be wanting to do that. Cause I, I think like Christianity and all that, whatever, there is um, some truth and reality to it. And like oh, yeah. people really do feel like the source coming through to them. But I think there's a lot of like bastardization. So mm -hmm. I think it's really cool that like as a child, you were like, you felt called to this and it sucks that it had to morph into a place where you had to feel like you needed to pull away from it. Yeah, I remember, do you know what Awana is? Or like Vacation Bible School is? I do know. I have been to a Vacation Bible okay, School. I okay. went in like, when I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. So like, basically, uh. when you're that young, the way they like sort of teach like Christianity to you is like, um, oh, there's this person who like uh, was here 2,000 years ago and he was perfect and died for your sins basically and like sins are things that make god upset and like um like i said because of that traumatic traumatic experience i had like i was super aware of like anything like i did wrong so like even if it was something as like in school like uh turning in a paper late i would feel so much guilt and so much like shame from that and i'm and I'm not saying it stemmed from Christianity, but like it definitely intensified all of that. So, yeah. and because it was so intense, I think it did the opposite thing where I was like, okay, I'm going to be a super Christian. So I can't, you know, so I'm going to make sure I'm going to go to heaven or like, right. um, yeah, which uh, maybe that's not all a bad thing. Um, at least the way I grew up, I was, um, you know, treat people how you want to be treated and, you know, you know, try to see people with, uh, or meet people and treat people with compassion and, you know, try to make sure you're treating everyone with love, you know. But I think over the years, it turned into just a lot of like, just works-based types of things um, to where you'd be, you know, now all of a sudden you're volunteering for X, Y, and Z and you're you know, doing volunteer work that you should be getting paid for and, like, um, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you had any questions for me. Should I just go through, like, my whole journey, I guess? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, I, it cool. sounds like by what you're saying is, like, you, it was very much a God-fearing yeah. um, kind of Christianity, yeah. which is always interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess I already started, like, around five or six. That's when, it be, when I became Christian. When I was 12, 11 or 12, I think, um, that's when I got baptized. 
um, given my first Bible and everything. And like, um, that's also when they like made me like one of the leaders in like the church or whatever. Cause I think I was, I must, I must've been in fifth grade. So I must've been 11, must've been 10 or 11. I have a question. Go ahead. So I know some children are baptized like immediately. Okay. Right? Like yeah. infants. So what is the significance of waiting and like getting your first Bible and all of that? So there's a couple of different schools of thought on that. Um, some people believe like you have to be baptized in order to become Christian. Some people um, believe that you don't. There's also the school of thought of you making that decision rather than someone else um, making that decision for you. So like when you're a child, you know, before, you know, you're like really conscious, you know, four years old, three years old, two years old, you may get baptized, but really that's not you in your in your, you know, fully conscious, developed brain, right. being like, this is what I'm committing to. And so my family believes that, you know, it should be your decision to become baptized. So you decided that you were ready? Yes. Um, yeah. And it was cool. You know, like my pastor was cool. Shout out James Carroll. He was always dope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a really fun, fun guy and would always, you know, try to instill good things in me and he was always like oh you're like you're a leader like you're uh a person who who you know thinks things through and tries to you know not be so uh just a sheep <laughs> in general um so I always thought that that always stuck with me he I remember him like handing me the bible and like he had a note in it and he was like you're a leader so like make sure you like tap into that you know which I think I think that was a good thing yeah um, I think so I think it led to things like me becoming a uh being on the worship team, becoming a worship leader, and then like later on in high school, becoming a team captain and tracking cross country. And then, you know, just in high school, um, being a person that would, you know, not let not pe- not let anyone treat other people like shit just because they were different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and I think that takes some leadership skills. So um, I think that was a really good thing, actually. Um, I don't want to like completely like <laughs> shit on Christianity this yeah. whole episode, but yeah. So that was uh, fifth grade, going into middle school. That's when I was uh, I actually moved to North Carolina at that point from from Georgia, and it was sixth and seventh seventh grade. Hated school. I was begging my mom to homeschool me because I was homeschooled in half of second grade, um, and but I had all my homies around me like. Because I went to elementary school, still live in the same house and stuff. We still had the same friends, and I would still show up to recess or whatever. So I was like, yeah, homeschooling is dope. Like, it's great. So you would go so, to recess, but you would, like, do your – wow. Yeah, it was – yeah, half of second grade, um, I would literally start school, like, 8, 8.30, finish around, like, 1, go go to Longfellow Elementary. This was when I was in Illinois. And um, see all my homies. I was like, dude, homeschooling is so good. I don't have to sit there. I don't have to do any. I just, I'm in my own little world. I do my work and then I'm done. You right? move at your own pace. You're not waiting exactly. for the rest of the class. So I moved to North Carolina um, from Georgia in sixth grade. And uh, we moved to a place called, in Waxhaw. It's called Jars. It's like a missionary, uh, it's like a missionary home base. So like what would happen is missionary families would come to the U.S., They'd raise support, raise money for them uh, going back overseas. And basically this company, they would translate Bibles to um, languages that aren't, aren't common. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Really, it's actually, I think it's a really cool company, actually. But the place where I lived, um, there was a lot of very, like, strict families that grew up Christian. And, uh, like, it was to the point where, like, you couldn't watch like PG rated movies and like every, every little thing had to be screened. And like, if you were like one step out of line, it was like, Oh my God, like this dude, he's worshiping Satan now. Like I remember getting into bands like attack attack and August runs red and like, Oh sleeper. And, Mm -hmm. um, they would be like, Oh, like this is, uh," like they would, they would be like shocked that I'd be listening to stuff like this. And, um, but then you read the lyrics and it's like all like very, a lot of it's very positive or yeah. at least relatable to the human experience. So yeah. And I always got pushed back from that. That was around the time I was getting into guitar and like trying to start bands and stuff. <laughs> um, and I had a solid core group of Christian fa- friends. Um, and we're, a, a lot of us are still homies. We still got discord groups and stuff like that. Some of us are Christian awesome. still, some of us are not, um, but we're all like still really close um, and literally did everything together. Like 
from like seventh grade to like twelfth grade, like that's all I hung out with. Like that my my eight people, my eight homies, and that's like it. So middle school was I feel for everyone around the time where you're kind of like questioning a lot. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, puberty, there's girls, there's oh, like where's my, you know, my place in, in society, you, you know. Start developing past just being a child and suddenly realize that you can like kind of do things on your own. Yeah. And then you start rebelling and questioning yeah. and like those know. core beliefs are set, you know. Your core beliefs, you know, are by the time you're five, six, seven years old, those are gonna stay there. Yeah. You know. But the way you the way you uh your interests and stuff like that start to change. And, yeah. Um you start to think, uh, what's like what really your purpose is, you know. There's a grand purpose in Christianity to like spread the gospel, right? But like that doesn't really mean, all right, am I going to be working in an office? Am I going to be working uh, XYZ job? You know, um, So, yeah, figuring all of that out was really tough for me because, like I said, I got a lot of pushback from other families. And like they'd be like, oh, your son's a, your son's a bad influence because he listens to rap music and yeah. <laughs> listens to metal and you know, plays guitar and is into you know, Because you enjoy skating. music. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was <laughs> and just like. activities. That was something that really would always turn me off because it's like a lot of Christian people are unable to see past like like the the outside and like see a human. Right. You know what I mean, um, so I think that was around the first time I was just like, mm, I don't know. But at the same time, that's when I got really good at guitar, and that's when I became a worship leader uh, at the youth group, and it made it really hard for me to like make any mistakes at all. Like. Yeah, you're setting an example. You're supposed to be like this exactly walking exactly. teen leader. Same, and and around the same time too. So I went back to uh, public school in eighth grade, um, and I was still doing the music thing or whatever. But ninth grade is when it really like things started to change because I started running track and like qualified for my first state championship. And like um, by my sophomore year, I was like team captain, and I was you know still still leading worship and like you know leading bible studies and like leading like volunteer groups and stuff like that like like I was deep I was deep in it it was crazy um and dang I lost my train of thought what was I talking about you were in college now right and you no, were still no this is high, high school, school still and you were still doing all these things but you had yeah. done the track stuff too yeah so it made it really hard for me to like sort of have that process of like, oh, let me discover if I'm really about this. Yeah, you're just um, doing it at that point because it's just what yeah. you've always done. Yeah, because so many people were like, oh, like you're, you're like the, you're like our guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, going through the motions. Exactly. Like you, like it's 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 like uh, trying to trying to trying to think of someone like Chance the Rapper. Like he was our guy like for a while. Like he, I wouldn't label him a Christian rapper, but uh. When he when the big day dropped or whatever, it was like he kind of fell from grace very quickly. And was I, he I was, like a Christian? Do people people consider a lot of people considered him a Christian rapper? Really? At least from the secular side yeah. of things, they were like, "Oh, he's like a Christian rapper. He's like into God and stuff like that." When like conservative Christians like my family or like myself would be like, "Oh, he's not Christian at right, all." Right, right. You know I mean? It's just so, if you talk about that at all a little bit in that yeah. community, people are like, "Oh, this guy's a little woo woo." Exactly. So um, I was very afraid of that. And I started to step back away my junior year. Um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, there was like a couple specific moments where I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Like I. Yeah. Tell me about some of those. I'm curious when you started to really question things. I think it was around 17. At this point, you know, I'm getting a couple college offers and like I'm getting sort of just more well-known in my community for doing, you know, track stuff. And, um, yeah, and I remember, like, sitting down with, like, one of my youth group leaders, and he was just like, well, you know, just make sure you're doing it for God and not for yourself. And I'm just like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. Wouldn't, like, I feel like about? God would want you to do things for yourself. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, isn't everything selfish? I mean, you got to take care of yourself. You really you have, you have to, to be selfish in most things to make sure you're taking – so you can take care of other people. Exactly. Know? Yeah, I completely agree with that. 
And but he said it in a way that felt very like, oh, you should feel guilty for like ominous. Exactly. Like you should feel guilty for like, you know, wanting to be great at what you do. Um I can picture that, like someone yeah. saying that to you and it just kind of like chills down the spine for a second and you're like, what? Kind of crushes your soul a little bit. Yeah. Like I was just, I was just excited to be like, oh, wow, I found something I'm great at and I can like, you know, move, it's going to move me forward in life. And now, and you were, now you're turning into this thing where I have to, I can't just enjoy it. Right. You know what I mean? I don't it know. It seems like you were already doing it the way that you were supposed to be doing it and then somebody yeah. kind of like checked you for lack of a better word. I'm putting yeah. air quotes around that and it threw you out of your your balance. Yeah. Um and I had to that was one of the first moments I was like, okay, that was super whack. Like yeah. that shouldn't have been said to me. But I didn't have the confidence in like the uh like when you were 13 and you're like, no, this is not for me. I couldn't have said that cuz I just didn't have that. Well, you were so invested in it too. For me, yeah. I always for me the experience was very I always felt odd in a church. I still do. And I don't always feel that way in like a lot of religious settings, but particularly in like a Christian church, I would never really felt right being there. But also it wasn't something that my family like shoved down my throat either. It was kind of, I think if my mom was still alive, she was definitely a Christian. So I probably would have had more of an influence from that, but I still don't think she was like mm-hmm. going to force it down my throat or anything. But like everyone in my family had their own practice and they just kind of, they're like, okay, let's go to church or like, let's go do this. It was never really like, this is your lifestyle live with it because and I think that was why it was easier for me to be like you know what I'm not even gonna pretend because it doesn't suit me like I remember in middle school if I like slept over at a friend's house their mom would be like well she has to go to church with us in the morning that kind of stuff and I would go and everybody would be like why are you here like people I'd go to middle school with are like why are you wearing that here and it's like well I didn't plan to come to church I was forced to come to church stuff like that so I think it was just easy for me to be like you know I'm not even gonna like try but for you it seems like that was your that was your your world. Yeah, it was my community. Like, all my friends were Christian. Uh, literally, like, all of us. I mean, from the outside looking in, like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a cult, but kind of had cult vibes, I guess. There was a belief system that was set, and if you had any, if you deviated from that belief system in any way, it was like, you are, like, ostracized from the community. And it wasn't like, oh, we're never talking to you, it'd be like, when this person isn't around, we're going to say the X, Y, and Z about this person. Gossipy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and that, super hurtful. And, like, I always thought that was super hypocritical and backwards. Um, I forgot to mention this. This is crazy. Have you seen uh, VeggieTales? I have. Do you know what VeggieTales is? Yeah. I went to, in second grade, I was invited to Phil Vischer, the creator of VeggieTales. Uh, he has a, a daughter uh, and a son. Um, his son was in my brother's grade. Her daughter was in my grade. And I got invited to her second grade birthday party. That's so cool. <laughs> she was really annoying. We're not really friends now. But like, I mean, now that we're, oh, whatever. She's probably different now, obviously, from yeah. second grade. But uh, yeah, like he was one of the the people that was just like, Was oh, that in dude. Illinois? Yeah, that was in Illinois. Yeah. Um, he lived a couple blocks away from me. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, for, I, for, yeah, I forgot why I brought that up. <laughs> cool, cool fun fact. But yeah. that's how like deep in like. My my family was church yeah. every Sunday, Bible study on Wednesdays, sometimes again on Thursdays. I'm leading the worship team. I'm leading Bible studies. Like, it was my whole world. I go to college. Um, the first year, that was my first time I was, like, able, I feel like I was, I felt like I was able to, like, explore this thing. I was, I still went to church and, like, still went to some Bible studies and stuff like that. Um, and it got to the point where I was, like, I don't think... I don't think this is for me, I guess. And mm-hmm. my 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 parents like I think picked up on that. Um and then that's where like really got like kind of serious for me where it was like all right, this is like affecting like my family dynamics and stuff like that. Um yeah. cuz my my whole family's Christian and it's like just my parents, my siblings and then my older sister's family. All of them are Christian. My dad was a pastor at one point. My brother was a pa- uh, studying to be a pastor at one point. My oldest uh, brother-in-law, he was a, he's still a pastor. Um, yeah, so I'm literally the only one, and so if it's it's really it like really like put a rift in my whole entire like family dynamic. I know which your sucks. parents have a lot of strong feelings. Do your siblings feel the same way? Or are they a little more understanding? 
my brother is. I think he, I don't know, my brother's has always been like a very, uh, like a mediator of the family. He's a middle child, so mm-hmm. he's always, you know, solving problems, whatever, you know. That's Are you his the thing. baby? Yeah, I'm the youngest, the most talented and the most tormented, so. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's still like relatively fresh, so it's like kind of hard to navigate still. Right. Um, well, thank you for sharing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, so I get to I get to freshman year, sophomore year of college, and that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is for me. But at the same time, so I I was still living as a Christian, like my first like you know year and a half of college, and like everyone sort of labeled me as that, even though I didn't feel that way. There um, goes the it, Christian guy. Exactly, and so again, I felt like I wasn't able to like shift and like change who I was, you know what I mean, yeah. or at least go deeper into uh, what I believe now um, or who I am, you know? And so that, again, made it, like, super hard. It wasn't until maybe probably this past year, really, uh, where I was like, all right, this is definitely not me. And, like, I told my parents, and it was, like, a whole thing. Like, it was crazy. So um, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you. I think it takes a lot of uh, courage, and, like, you got to take everything you've known and just sort of just like dump it in the garbage <laughs> yeah and sort of start from scratch is very very hard thing to do so yeah i guess that's close to everything but did you have another moment i know you mentioned the guy who said something to you was there another time where you were like i don't know this isn't it like what was the deciding factor i feel like i had a lot of weird revelations in my dorm room at college mm-hmm. i went through a lot of mental health crises and spiritual experiences and i have moments like i have memories of just being in my dorm room like when some like a flip switched for me i was wondering if you had a moment like that or if it was more just gradual and you were like all right i think it uh kind of runs parallel to like the like depression and anxiety i always went through and i was always in constant fear and panic of like am i doing the wrong thing am i doing Mm -hmm. the wrong thing am i doing the wrong thing in any decision, whether it was like, and by am I doing the wrong thing, it wasn't like, oh, should I like punch this person in the face or not? Obviously, like, don't punch a person in the face. But yeah, it was like, day-to-day is things. this career path something God would want? Is this uh, relationship something God would want? Is this, uh, you know, whatever decision it was, I, it was always like a paralyzing fear of like, yeah. I'm going to go to hell for this, basically. And I, and I, I had to detach and like step away from it and um i think that's i'm trying to think of a specific moment um i think sometimes the godly thing to do is to follow through on the experience and yeah. learn you know like it's okay to fall from grace and come back to it like i think yeah that's a common theme is like you learn and you unlearn, and then you learn and you unlearn. Exactly. You know? Like, you're not always going to be, like, super godly, yeah. super perfect. And then I think that's, like, a common misconception that a lot of religion forces yeah. on the people. It's like, no, you you stray, and then you learn a new lesson. And you stray, and you learn a new lesson, and it's, like, over and over again. Yeah. I think I think a big moment, actually, was my first kiss in college. <laughs> Your first kiss in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, – my ex, I guess my now ex uh, – she also grew up Christian, but not as Christian as I did. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we would just have talks about, like, just the future and, you know, just everything. You know, she's, you know, everything at one point. So um, I think that fear and that anxiety, like, crept into our relationship a lot. And it, like, really just, like, messed things up a lot of times. It was just, especially, like, early on because I was like, oh, I want to smooch this girl. She's hot, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I want to smooch this girl. Exactly. Like, I said smooch. That's so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, cute, God. Uh, but, like, yeah, like, that human experience is, like, that's just part of the human experience. You have to be able to just live your life, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of themes behind Christianity or motives behind Christianity are like often based around sex and like yeah it's 
it's so it's so deeply rooted in Christianity, but like no one ever talks about it, you know. And that was one thing I was just like, I don't agree with this because it's just like it seemed hypocritical because my uh, parents were my parents had what two kids out of wedlock. They okay. were fine. They were fine. Yeah. You know, my and sister had a kid early too, like mm-hmm. out of marriage, and like it was fine. They're fine. It's like it's why do like, you get to pick and choose which rules to follow? Exactly. And that that hypocrisy is just like I don't know. I'm I'm big on fairness and like that just like really grinding my gears, especially yeah. the way Christians would talk about people who like are more sexually active or like It's um, our primordial sexual animalistic being. Like that's how we are here. And we're I think a lot of religion forgets that or maybe I'm just generalizing, but I think it's easy for people who are super religious to forget that we're also here for a human experience and humans are animals at our very core. And it's yeah. like you can have the spiritual experiences, but also we're on this planet experiencing this material world because for some reason our spirit was like, I want to be on the material world. I'm going to yeah. experience human things, which is constantly fucking up, making mistakes, learning new things, trying new experiences. And like, there are just some things that are so fundamental to our experience, like sex, that it's like, why are you making it, like, blasphemous? Yeah. And it, like, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've heard of, like, a lot of religious people, like, feel the same way about sex, where it's just like a, ugh, like, it's something, it's something you should enjoy, be able to enjoy. But, like, I honestly don't enjoy it, like, a ton. Yeah. Uh, at least I don't feel like I enjoy it as much as other people do. I meet um, a lot of people in the kink community that were ex-Catholic, like grew up in a very strict Catholic mm-hmm. setting and had so much shame surrounding sex that they've like reverse psychology it. And now they have like kinks that are like insanely um, fulfilling and like required in order for them to yeah. experience sex in a way that they enjoy. And they're like some of the most sexually active people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And they're happy and amazing people and it's just interesting that 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 experience can lead to that yeah i feel like it's a lot of catholic people that i know yeah yeah. i mean it's it's terrifying for me like every time like i'm just even when i was with my ex for like for a long time for me it was just a lot of times it was just like like I i had to like get into a headspace where i'm like it's fine like she's a girlfriend like it's cool like yeah you guys are you know you're in love with each other, love. like, and it's it's very you know all of, it, all of it's consensual, obviously, and um, but still, like, I remember, I remember, I mean, my first kiss. She was also you know the first person I you know I ever had sex with or whatever, and um, I love that. Oh, she was like my first everything. It was crazy. Oh, were <laughs> you her first everything? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted that. And we lived in the same place from like kindergarten to like second grade, so it was like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't know each other in, in kindergarten. Yeah, but like, yeah. But you were in the same area. Yeah, like it's like literally, literally like two blocks away from me. But we met in college, the first day of college. That's super weird. Yeah, wild. And I remember like tearing up after the first time I like, slept with one. Yeah, I was like, it's I emotional. feel so bad about myself. Oh, oh, oh no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were to say like happy, like oh no, emotional, loving tears. Terrified, terrifying. Oh. Uh, and like a piece of that is still there, like all the time. Um. Which sucks, but yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to like bang every single person I see. So yeah, <laughs> which like I can understand, you know, sex is an energy exchange. Like your body is, you're going to pick up on whatever that person's putting mm. down, for lack of like a better term. And I am totally like, if you want to have hookup culture, have hookup culture. Yeah. Like, do whatever you want to do with your body. It's your body, but also take care of yourself. So I can see where like. You know, casual sex, crazy sex isn't always, like, the best thing. But, mm. like, I don't know. I think you should still be able to enjoy it, even if it is just, like, low stakes. Exactly. And, yeah, I think that a lot of that, like, led to me not uh, having the same beliefs as, you know, the rest of my family or, like, other Christians. And, yeah. Do you think a lot of your depression and anxiety stems from... Christianity? I think so to a degree. Um, like I said, like um, whenever you go through something like traumatic or whatever, I feel like that's when you're most susceptible to any type of belief that will, you know, make you feel better. Yeah. And so I literally went head 
dove in head first for you know the first two decades of my life and um i feel like that kind of it like warped my brain in a way where i can't uh it's hard to make any decision without still without thinking of god you right. know and i think that shame and that uh guilt is still there which sucks um, yeah it's heavy but it was the one thing that made you feel safe as a child so you're overthinking every decision because you don't want to lose mm. that thing that made you feel safe yeah yeah um and i guess the way that i worked through it is mostly through music i guess mm-hmm. um one one of these days i'm gonna i'm probably i'll hopefully i'll make an album about it but this whole journey with religion and god and myself yeah. and uh I think that would be that. very valuable and helpful to a lot of yeah. people that have been through a similar thing. I I keep finding I keep finding that uh I lived in like a parallel universe of like arts. Like everything in the arts culture that's secular, there's always a Christian counterpart to it. Yeah. Like you guys had a uh, I don't know. Like Blink 182 or like All Time Low and we had like Reliant K and uh <laughs> like switchfoot or like stellar card or like you know just i love how oh, you geez. say it like you guys like not like... you guys but <laughs> isn't that crazy how i say that though like it's like a us versus them type yeah. of thing i hate that i hate that I, I hate that about myself i wish i could just like view everyone the same but i still don't it, it sucks. defeats the purpose yeah. of like what the what you guys were trying to do what you guys yeah. were trying to exactly, do exactly exactly <laughs> um but yeah, there are still some like salt. I, I hate when people hate on Christian music, but there are some really solid like Christian bands. Oh, I'm sure there like, is. Like, isn't Breaking Benjamin technically a Christian band? I think so. I like um, Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> Don't at me, okay? Switch- <laughs> Switchfoot's like early stuff. I, I still, I can't listen to their stuff without getting, I can't, cry, I'll cry if I listen to it because it's super nostalgic for me now. Yeah. But um, I only listen to it in like bits and pieces. But uh, I mentioned before, Oh Sleeper, Oh Sleeper, oh my God, like... That was my those were my guys like back in the day. This is crazy. Okay. This is this is one moment where I was like, oh wait, not everyone's Christian or whatever. I went to Warp Tour 2011, 2010, somewhere in there. Uh O Sleeper was my favorite band. That's all I literally went there to go see them and August Burns Red. Um I saw August Burns Red. Dude, wait, what year? What year? God, I was probably 14 or 15, so... Okay. We're the same age, right? You're 25, I'm yeah. 23. Okay. Oh, you're younger than me? I I'll be. We talked about this on the last episode. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to be 24 <laughs> in November. Okay, word, word, word. So I can't... I'm always bad at, like, what year that is, but I was, like, 14 or 15 at Amos's South End before they, like, closed down the I remember location. that show. I, I was going to go to that show, but my parents were like, there's going to be alcohol there. I was just like... <laughs> please, I was like, please. I, would, I was like... in so uh, many places. I know, dude. I remember scrolling through Facebook one day and their lead guitarist was like, he says, he says something, what did he say? He said, if someone, if someone says to me, oh, you're not Christian to me one more time, I'm going to throw up in a Bible. And I was like, what? And that, that like, like shattered my view of like that band. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, so you're in a Christian band, but. And like professing these things, but you're not a Christian. And I was so confused by that. Yeah. And so when I went to go see them live, I got to meet them afterwards. I didn't ask him about it, obviously, because I yeah. wanted to be like, obviously he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> got to read the room. Uh, but um, yeah, he uh, the it was super sick. Actually, I got to I, like prayed with the the lead singer, and he was like super cool about it. And uh, that's dope. Yeah, they like signed my CD and my bandana. Like I still have it in my <laughs> in my in my stuff. Um, and that was I remember that moment being like, wait, oh, wait. I actually have a guitar pick um, from August Burns Red. That, oh, you do? Yeah. With like the little symbol on it. I'll have to show it to you. It's oh, in my dude, bedroom. So I have a guitar sick. pick from August Burns Red and Marilyn Manson that yeah. he, they threw into the crowd that I caught. Nice. Yeah. That's so sick, dude. Oh, I I didn't get to meet August Burns Red that day. Actually, did I meet them? I can't remember. I remember the line being super long, and I think we had to go. But, um. Yeah, that was something where I was like, oh, like you can have other people in a band that aren't Christian, but still being a Christian band. Because I was still trying to cater everything to being Christian. Yeah. Um, one of the dudes um, I play music with now, fairly often now, uh, he 
he's a drummer and he was like dude we should like start a band or whatever because you're super sick of guitar and i'm super sick of drums i'm like oh, i don't know like you're i want to be a, a dude i royally fucked that up i like i feel like we could have been Wait, super you said you great still play music with him yeah but he so we went to school in ninth grade together um he went to a different high school we kind of stayed in touch on facebook would like skate together and stuff sometimes but um i kind of dipped away from music um yeah and was like going hard on track and he was too busy doing drugs so <laughs> well, if you could um, do it now oh yeah we're yeah we still play music together now yeah, so, so you didn't um, fuck it up it wouldn't have but been the like, right time. You have that, to find yourself first. I feel like that. I feel like that relationship could have been that could have like changed like everything for me. Yeah. Um, because a lot of bands, a lot of bands that I I looked up to, they're like fourteen, fifteen on tour, sixteen, yeah. doing crazy stuff, you know. And um, I wasn't much of a writer at that time, but we had there was about three or four people that were like, yeah, we could definitely like do something crazy. But I was sort of like the the glue in that. Uh, I feel like that gave them a lot of belief that we could actually do it. And I was just like, nah, I'm not doing this. And like, I always, like, I think about that so often. Like, every time I see him, I think about that moment. Yeah. Sitting in uh, world history class together. And he's like, dude, we should start a band. I'm just like, I don't know. And, oh, I hate it. I have vivid memory, <laughs> vivid memory of that. And, oh, that resentment, like, builds up when you're, you know, trying to do, trying to live in, a world where everyone's not Christian. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to do things that you want to do. Um, oh my gosh. For some reason, so yeah. that just reminded me. I was in a Spanish class in like ninth or 10th grade and I had a Mormon friend. She was like super Mormon, like wore the long dresses and mm -hmm. stuff all the time. And she actually like went out to Utah when she graduated and mm. like did whatever Mormons do in Utah. But I remember she said something to me about like needing to repent I don't remember what the fuck. I was <laughs> you need to repent. That's yeah. so intense. <laughs> like I was telling her like something about my life and I was like in ninth and 10th grade, I was bad. Like I was doing bad things. So like the fact that she was even like talking to me and like being a friend was like interesting to me. But I remember I was like, yeah. I don't know what that means. And she was like to repent. And she looked at me and she's like, you know, repent. And I was like, no, I don't know what that means. And she Zero had to explain concept. it to me. She was like, what? And then she kind of stopped talking to me. Damn. after that it wouldn't have worked out yeah 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 i just hate i hate i hated the fact that like christianity like really affected a lot of my decisions like that um i feel like a lot of growth could have happened um if i wasn't so attached to it you know? i think everything happens in its own divine timing though like mm -hmm. i think not to bring up the divine in this conversation no, like no, that no. but like i think everything happens for a reason yeah i don't so, know there's no need to like yeah because I, I don't know, maybe it would have been worse. Maybe you wouldn't have even had your family maybe. in your life at all or, like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if everything happens for everything happens for a reason. I don't know if I subscribe to that. Well, not that you have to yeah. believe this, but I think you can have a part in it, too. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. you might ignore your intuition and then something gets fucked up and you're like, well, I shouldn't have done that. But mm -hmm. now you learned a lesson to listen to your intuition or... Things like that. Yeah. I feel like I had, I was having a conversation with this with one of my friends. She grew up the same way as I did, except her family actually lived overseas um, at, uh, at that uh, Bible translation company, worked for them. Um, and she was like, yeah, I don't, she was like, I've spent so much time applying meaning to things and how it applies to God. She's just like, I don't care if anything has meaning now. And she's like, yeah, I don't think it does either. I'm like, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. Because That's kind of sick. Yeah, <laughs> like just you know, life. yeah, because like meaning, like it only applies to if, you, yeah, really. If you want it to exactly, like your hair is red and what brown, I guess, yeah. brunette. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Uh, it's brown that could have meaning to you, but to me, it's just like, oh, it's just red and brown, like it whatever. It doesn't have meaning for you, it could mean, oh, my mom's hair was red or something like that, and yeah. I want to. You know, remember her that way. I don't People know. always ask me, like, what do your tattoos mean? And I'm like, not really much. Some of them have, like, a little bit of a meaning. But... I had money and I was feeling manic. That's yeah, what it means. Yeah, like, <laughs> I wanted to, like, decorate my body in art. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Love the new tattoos, by the way. Thank they're, you. They're all great. I love them. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a tap, Toph tattoo from Avatar very soon. So, I'm By excited. Alyssa? Yep. Fuck yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. I'm so happy. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Other ways Christianity has affected... Uh, me i think i don't know if you, i mean some people i guess who listen to this 
podcasts have heard my music before, but like, I actually don't curse in any of my music, but I, w- I wouldn't consider it like, I would still consider it explicit though. Yeah. Um, the subject matter. Yeah. And I always, I always am like, oh, I got to keep it clean because I know how my nephew's going to be raised. So yeah. I want, I don't want him to feel guilty for listening uh, to my music. Like, like I did when I was younger, where like, you know, someone would say fuck at one point or like whatever. Uh isn't it crazy how I'm still I'm still afraid to curse. <laughs> that's how that's how deep it is. I, hate I think it. that it's like kind of a good thing because I think sometimes yeah. we can use it too much. But also there's like a I think it's an, on Hulu or something. There's a documentary where there was like a bunch of scientists who did a study on like why we use curse words and like what they mean and like apparently we actually it's like cathartic to use mm-hmm. swear words if you use them intentionally not if you're just like willy-nilly just saying yeah. them all the time but like if you like hurt your foot and you're like fuck yeah. and you say it or like if you're like really upset like the other night I had a really bad night at work and I just sat in my car and the whole time I was like what the fuck like yeah. that fucking pissed me off and then when I got home I was like I feel so much better <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you gotta just you know let it out but at least people know now when I curse, I'm usually like, I'm actually upset. Yeah, know? it's like so. an extreme thing. I think that's smart. You know, use it when you need to use it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would love to write an album about it one day. But I don't know if I have the... Take your time. I don't know if I have the words for it right yeah. now. I'm dealing with other stuff that I want to get out and then I'll I'll approach that when it's ready. Yeah, when, when for it, sure. Don't force comes. it because then it's not... Like, that's, like, when I try to write poetry about something sometimes and it just isn't flowing. I'm, like, this isn't good. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound, like, how I want it to be. You yeah. just have to let it come naturally. Yeah. So yeah. I have a question. What do you – if you want to talk about it, you don't have to answer it. Go but ahead. what do you believe now? What do I believe now? I don't know if I believe in anything. <laughs> in regards to what? Do you have any sort of, like, spiritual or religious belief? And, like, another question, how, do, how is your overall view of Christianity? Um, do I have a belief now? <sighs> um, that's a tough one. I'm still figuring that out, but I think there's a lot to be said about like, I don't know, this is really weird, but like suffering, I feel like brings people closer together. The word compassion actually means to suffer with, like that's the the original word in Latin, I guess, or whatever okay, it is. That's super it means, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. It means to suffer with. And so, um... I remember back in college, I was running, it was cold, it was raining, I was tired, I was just dead. There's, uh, every Sunday, we'd have Sunday long run, so I'd be running 13 to 16 miles every single Sunday at like 6 a.m., and uh, it was like cross-country season, it's cold, it was it was awful. Sounds awful. Right? We got, I remember hitting like mile, like 12, I'm like, I still have like four miles to go. And I remember everyone everyone at, at that moment, we were just like all quiet, right? But we're clicking off paces that like I've never hit before, right? Yeah. And there's this weird feeling like everyone's just quiet and you understand like you're going through this together. And that bond of like knowing the pain of what someone else is going through, I think is um, something that, really drives my, uh, I guess, my goals, I guess. Mm -hmm. A lot of my music is very just me letting out all the pain that I've been going through. And I remember my parents being like, like, this music is weird. Like, I don't know why you say these things. And like, kind of hurtful, but, you know. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, I'm getting messages on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter people like dude like when you said this lyric like that like really hit me like I I really appreciate that and like or they come to a show and they're like wow like I really like that really resonated with me and like they're like literally at my first show like people were like crying like I think you were yeah you were there and uh like people were like crying and I was like oh it was emotional I was like okay like I can still do good things even though this isn't directed towards God or like Christianity yeah so um I think that's something that that's like a I don't know how to put it in like a statement as a belief but just um, love and community yeah just having compassion for people um second question is uh what did you say what's Uh, your perspective on Christianity now my perspective on Christianity now I think uh, a lot of good things can come from it a lot of bad things too but um man that is a very hard question (laughs) you can skip it if you want no 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 I I want to answer it uh, my view on Christianity now, 
for me, I don't think it was uh, beneficial to grow up that way. I think there's a lot of good things that can come from it, but because of the way that humans are, it seems like a lot of the works that you do in your actions way heavier than like your belief in, you know, treating other people how you want to be treated and trying to do good, good to other people. And I think that's very detrimental to a lot of people. Um, I'm jealous of people who find Christianity as an adult because I, I wonder what that feels like. I'll, yeah. I'll never know. In like a safe space where you can explore that and not feel ostracized. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff that you've been talking about and like some of the reason that I get turned off to Christianity is because they like tout all this positive gospel and then they don't live by it. They treat people like shit or Mm -hmm. like they make people feel bad. And it's like, I don't think that's the point. Yeah. And like I said, like compassion means like to suffer with people. Like you should be able to sit down next to someone, no matter who they are, like what they believe, whatever. But mm-hmm. you should be able to sit down and be like, you're human and I feel empathy for, you know, whatever you're going through. How can I help? Or like yeah. um, something like that, you know. Like be patient. People will come around like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To some sort of perspective. Yeah. Eventually. At the same time, I do have that perspective of a Christian where it's like wanting to save people i guess um like when when jehovah's witnesses come to your door like a lot of people get super angry at that but i'm just like oh this is i see it as like oh this is just their way of like showing that they kind of care for yeah you. even I like though they're always very nice i just get anxious yeah. i'm like why are you at my door yeah yeah so it's it's weird um obviously as long as it's not like violent or abusive like doing those things out of christianity or like whatever belief system you have is uh, okay, I think. Um, I feel like yeah. it's odd that people just come to your door or just show up and like, yeah. they're like, here's my beliefs. Yeah. It's like, no, <laughs> go away. Why <laughs> yeah. are you at my door? I, I didn't grow up Jehovah's Witness though. You know who did though? Donald Glover. You know who else did? Who? Mandy. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, just not like for, she was little, mm-hmm. but she remembers like walking around with her family yeah. and stuff. Her family went through a lot of different religions. It's very interesting to hear their kind of spiritual evolution of like wow. where they went together. It's that's, cool. That's interesting. Yeah, my family was Baptist, I guess, yeah. or non-denominational, I guess, but. I think I went to Baptist and Presbyterian churches as a kid. I also went to the, um, what's the one starts with the M? I just had it Methodist yeah. with like some friends. Yeah. There's not too many differences between those uh like Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian. Um I'm 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 forgetting. There's there's another one, but um non-denominational. Uh there's not too many differences between like that cuz like I said, some people have the belief of like oh, you should be baptized as a kid or like you have, oh, you have to make this decision for yourself. Does it really matter? Probably not. But because they differ on those on yeah. those views, you they're like, we have to be a separate church. So, yeah. yeah, it's, but with Jehovah's Witnesses, it's different from like uh, Christianity and it's different from like Catholicism or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I'm not an expert or whatever. I could be saying things wrong. I don't know. I'm just, I definitely information. could be saying things wrong. <laughs> I don't know anything, but no, that's very interesting. I, I'm definitely the type of person, like, I think it's really beautiful. People can find it and share it in like a, non-harmful way but i just feel like we see religion weaponized so much that like i'm just like uh Mm. get away yeah yeah it's it's funny because like ideally these things would be great exactly right but humans have a way of just ruining everything (laughs) we just let it yeah divide us we want to be right we want to have the right Mm -hmm. way of doing things and we like to force that onto mm-hmm. people. Also, like, I, I do want to mention this. Like, I hate how Christians are represented in media. Because not everyone who is Christian is super, like, oh, like standing outside of, like, abortion clinics right. and, like, hating on people. Like, not everyone's like that. Um, there are a lot of, like, super great people. I mean, my, close, my closest friends are still Christian, and they're not, like... It's like, okay, whatever, like, whatever, yeah. you know? I've met some really yeah. amazing Christian people. Like, I will pray with people, too. It's just not mm-hmm. my thing, necessarily. Yeah. Do you have any, like, crazy things that you've seen when you were in it deep? 
I went to a mission trip and oh my god, this is honestly one of my favorite memories. Uh, <laughs> went to a mission trip in Toronto, uh, Canada, eighth grade, or going into ninth grade. Um, and this, hold on, let me think, let me think. Oh wow, I haven't thought about this in so Ooh, long. Your eyes, I'm excited. This is actually one of the reasons why I started running track and cross country because um, I missed soccer tryouts when I was. In, in Toronto, and I was like, oh, I wanted to play soccer, but I, mean, I was going to run track anyway, so I'll run cross country, and yeah. that led me on a whole different path—a a, decade-long uh, detour <laughs> from music. But um, I remember we were we were like handing out food and like uh, serving people on the street at this homeless shelter, and my friend was an idiot. Shout out Jonathan. <laughs> My friend was an idiot. I, t- I had two friends with me. Uh, we, had, like, ho- we had a whole friend group, but these two friends were in the story. Jonathan and Lincoln. Lincoln, goofy dude, and just, oh, man, he, he, such a funny guy. Uh, but he was like, hey, Jonathan, I bet you can't kick this fence, like, higher than I can. And Jonathan's like, I bet you I could. He tried, And he, like, tries to, like, kick this fence, and he completely wipes out breaks his toe on the trip and so the rest of the toe he's like hobbling right he's like literally like hopping on one foot trying to get around toronto right we're in eighth i'm in eighth grade jonathan's like 15 or something like that i'm I'm 14 he's like 15 and um he's sitting down one day we're outside of this homeless shelter and this guy comes up and he tries to fight jonathan What? and yeah he's just like He's he's like, what are you guys doing? Blah blah blah. And he's like, is this big dude? And he's just like, literally trying to fight my friend. And like Jonathan, he's like a nerdy like IT guy. Like think think about that, right? And he's like, he's just like flipping out. Like I don't know what to do. Another dude sees him from across the street. He's a cross dresser. He's wearing like a pink bikini top, a tattoo on his chest that says "I hate people." And he says, "Hey, is this dude messing with you?" I and, love this person. Yeah, right. He had like spiky hair, like fingernails painted, had a bikini top on. I can't remember what else he was wearing, but uh, he's like, "Hey, is this dude messing with you?" And uh, he goes, "I don't know." And he's like, literally just picks the dude up. He's like, I "Fucking hate Christians," and then he walks away. Right, but he helped us. And I was like, that like blew my mind. Yeah. And uh, th- yeah, that was one of the craziest things I ever saw. Um, especially when you're like 13 or 14 in a city. Of- yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. That's very satisfying. I yeah. feel like that scratched the itch I needed for like a funky story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I-, I can't think of any like crazy like spiritual things really. Yeah. Um, I love that like this person saved you from this like yeah. other experience when it's supposed yeah. to be like a christian trip and obviously they're not christian yeah it was so funny it was like, I fucking hate christians <laughs> just that image was insane my uh my youth pastor was like he put the cross and cross dresser <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> put the cross and cross dresser that night and like oh, no. oh it was great it was a great night man um, i'm glad you guys were able to like laugh yeah. about it <laughs> yeah we we still we still talk about that night sometimes when we meet up so oh yeah but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more? I don't know. Do I don't know. Questions? Ask me about abortion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me about abortion. Uh, we don't have to talk about that anymore. I don't. Do. I don't really. I wish I was aborted. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I think a lot of people do. Do you have any other like parting words or advice for people that you want to give? Advice? I feel I'm not qualified to give advice at all. I'm way more messed up than most or, or then I let off, I feel like. But uh, I don't know. And you let off quite a vibe. Do I? I don't know. You're Literally every time I see you, you're like, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it is, though. I'm either like really like excited or <laughs> Maybe I Maybe you just tell me down. that. You see me and you're like, that girl gets it. <laughs> yeah. I'm either like way up or like way down. There's no in between, which kind of sucks. But uh, advice... Or maybe like words of wisdom for people who have experienced something similar. I don't know. Still kind of fresh for me, but I will say I do hope that, um, you know, my family will come around eventually. Yeah. And learn to accept that this is just who I am, you know. Uh, I hope they do too. not be, you know. So if you are Christian and listening to this or if you aren't Christian and listening to this, I think there's still hope for, you know, those relationships to be uh, mended. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah.
Well, I think that's all I had. Do you want to plug anything? Actually, six months ago, I guess this will come later, but six months ago to the day, GIMP dropped. So if you haven't listened to GIMP, please go Was listen. Was it six months ago? Six months ago. Holy shit. March 29th, 28th, somewhere in there. Wow. Um, so yeah, if you haven't gone listen to that, please go listen to that. It's uh, amazing. Anywhere you stream your music, you can look yeah. up GIMP by Tejani, T-E apostrophe J-A-N-I. I do have music, new music coming very soon. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, just finished my next EP, which is going to have some... It's really good. I'll say that much, but I don't, don't want to put too much out there. So yeah. keep it sacred. <laughs> yeah. Until you're Thanks ready. for having me, Zoe. You're of the best. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is great. All right. I guess I'll plug myself. So you can follow me at Instagram and Twitter at, I said that wrong. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Profskep Podcast. That's at P-R-O-F-S-K-E-P Podcast. You can email me at Professional Skepticism Podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to be a Patreon subscriber at P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. That's patreon.com forward slash Profskep Podcast. There is some behind the scenes content up there that I just uploaded. So go check it out. Become a subscriber. Get you some merch. And I think that's it. So thanks for listening. I will see you next week. Stay sus, skeptics. Bye. And cue theme music. <laughs> <laughs>